This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? JP's World. You heard it right. JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it. All caps. J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. And what is up, everybody? I'm JP, and welcome back to another episode. And this episode is part of the Double Header Friday. Yes, another Double Header Friday, people. And I think the last Double Header Friday was two weeks ago. But, anyways, this is a Double Header Friday, people. And you guys know the drill. Once you enter this show, cue the next one. Cue the, the other episode that you see on top of this one because you guys are gonna li- we're not gonna listen to this double header Friday. I have two different guests, two special guests, two special, very special football players. But before I tell you who this guest is, let me just say real quick uh, a, a real special happy birthday to my friend Angie. And Angie, happy, happy birthday. God bless you. And I send you hugs. And I hope this day is very special. And I know I just I love you for being in my life. You got you are amazing. And now in Spanish, Angie, feliz, feliz cumpleaños. Te deseo todo lo mejor. Que Dios te bendiga siempre. A ti y a toda tu familia. Te mando muchos abrazos. Y gracias por siempre apoyar. Y siempre, siempre escuchar el show. Okay. So, That was my birthday wish to my friend, my one of my best friends. So if you guys want to send a happy birthday wish, you can do it through here on a voice message. But I explain that at the end, as always. All right. So who is the guest that I bring you on this episode? This guest, his name is Davion Howard, a free agent. Well, formerly free agent wide receiver. He is six foot three, 220 pounds, big, big target. And I say formerly free agent because he's, he is now signed to the Orlando Predators and he's going to start from there for them this year. So a little bit of, the, of history of, for, for him. And either way, you guys are going to listen to that. But he used to play a Long Beach Poly. And as you guys know, or may not know, Long Beach Poly is one of the biggest athletic programs in the country. And then he attended for freshman year of college. He attended Malone University with a uh, football and a track scholarship. Yes, he was a track athlete too. And then he transferred to a UCO and, and that is Livingston College. And there, there he finished his college career to then jump into this present day, as I said, to the Orlando Predators. So the best of luck to him. But now it's time to roll out, to roll in more, more, if I say so, better to roll in the, the, the real intros. Let's bring the real intros and I'll see you guys in an interview and then at the end. Right. See you guys there. Yo, 
Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome back to the JP's World! And welcome back once again, people, to the podcast where negativity ends. Where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host, JP. Get ready, we're about to start. Welcome back, people, to the JP's World Podcast. With me, I have Davion Howard. I'm going to introduce you a great person, a great man. He just came out from a workout, and he's here with us to share a good time. Davion, please introduce yourself. Hey, how everybody doing? <laughs> All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I saw in your bio that uh, you started as a track athlete at... Long Beach, right? Yes, Long Beach Poly. Long Beach Poly, and then you 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 transferred to a, what is that? Yuko College. Well, yeah, Yuko School, right? Um, no, I have uh, went to a university in, in Ohio first, Malone University. Then my freshman year, then my sophomore year, I went to a, a junior college in LA. Oh, all right, all right. So yeah, I did my homework. I did my homework. You know, so. <laughs> Sometimes it pays off to do your homework, people. All right. So before we start, I mean, this episode is not going to be airing like today or anything, but this is like, um, we're going to say like a time capsule per se. Give me your Super Bowl predictions. And when this airs out, we're going to see if you were right. And we're going to see, <laughs> you know, okay. So give me your Super Bowl uh, predictions. I was thinking about it. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Tom Brady. He's hard to bet against. You know, he's just he he been there before. He went in plenty of times. It's just, it's hard to I bet know. against Tom. I know seven times already. Well, it's gonna be his seventh Super Bowl. That is crazy. That's crazy. He's gonna be the first quarterback. If you think about it, he's gonna be the first quarterback to have as many Super Bowls, if not more Super Bowls, than the Steelers. The Steelers were the top <laughs> team with more Super Bowls, and now he's gonna be one guy. I mean. There's no I in team, but he's going to be the player that has seven Super Bowls. That's, that's crazy. That's that's amazing. I mean, I, I was hearing the other day um, uh, a quote about him that you don't have to you don't have to like him, but you you we have to respect his game, you know, because in, I I hate him for being so good, you know, <laughs> from a fan <laughs> perspective. From from a fan perspective, I hate him for being so good. You know, and sometimes, you know, there's it's and bids, drama and all that stuff that goes in the media. But, you know, we have to deal with it. Yeah. Me, I personally, I don't know who to go with. You know, this is like a Super Bowl. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it with the family. But I don't know who I want to win. On the one side, I'm I'm from, a, again, from a fan perspective, I'm a 49er fan. All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm still salty about the last Super Bowl. All right, let's get that out of the way. All right. So on the one hand, I don't want Kansas City to win because you know I'm still mad about last year's Super Bowl. And on the other hand, I don't want Tom Brady to win. He's gonna he's gonna have more Super Bowls, and you know. But you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I think I'm with you. We need to go with the more experienced man because. Sometimes experience wins more games, right? So yeah, I think I think we're all going with Tom Brady, and 
let's see let's see how it goes so if you're listening to this this is for the audience right now if you're listening to this and me and Davey on got it right then i don't know take a shot or something a shot of tequila i mean a shot of tequila <laughs> don't <laughs> all right now you we we already said that you you ran you were a track athlete and also a football player was it difficult yeah. to balance all that you know because i i feel like the training and everything is really different right it's, it's like two complete sides of the coin so was it difficult for you to balance all that um not really because the only difficult part is i really didn't have an off season once football season football season came first so once football season was over with i had like a week off mm. and then i went right into track and then when track was over with i really didn't take like no breaks and i went right back into football So the really only hard part was I really didn't get much breaks in between, mm. but uh, the rest of it to like balance it to, uh, it was pretty easy. You know, all my football coaches knew that once tragedy came, that was going to be my focus was track. And then once football season came up, my track coaches knew that I was going to be all about football. So I just had good communication with my coaches and we, and we made it work out. Nice. Nice. I, I have a friend. Um, first of all, I'm from Mexico, right? And right now living, living with a, with an uncle in California. And, but my friend, he also used to run track and I don't know if I always admire track players because that is some strength. There. First of all, shout out to you and all the track players that, I mean, athletes out there, because that is some strength. As you can see, I'm a little fat. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but no i don't know man it's just admirable to run that much with all that strength and all the training that goes into my damn all right i'm out, i'm out of here. i mean it's not it's not impossible to learn it but when i when i saw him like training and all the dedication that he put into like damn man i, I admire you i mean i could i could follow your steps but i don't know it's gonna take me some time <laughs> yeah, by the way shut Shout out to him. His name is his name is Jose. Uh, they call I call him I call him in Spanish uh, huesos, which is bones in, in English. But shout out to him. Shout out to him. <laughs> you know. Uh, now, how tell us how they're running track? I mean, if track the track training help you in your football abilities in your football career. Uh, one it helped with endurance, so I didn't mm. really get tired as much. Um, that that's one major thing it helped with. And two, it was the difference between track and like, we call it track speed and football speed. Football speed is like, it's not as fast because in football, you don't have the luxury of, you can't always take like long strides. Sometimes your short, your steps got to be shorter. If you're making certain cuts, you can't always take long strides like you can in track. So in football, yeah, I was like learning how to um, kind of like balance it out a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like balance out your speed because you know sometimes you can't always like just go straight run like in football you, you rarely run just a straight line you always got to yeah. go around somebody so yeah and um but track though once you get past like i guess the little secondary and you free then that's when you that's when track comes in you open your stride up and you just go yeah so you just yeah, track, 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 track. <laughs> Did, did you did you practice this is like a bonus question did you practice like track or football from very from, from a very young age yeah i started football when i was i think out here in california we started flag football and when i was eight years old around eight mm. so uh, then later on i started doing track a little bit too but yeah definitely i definitely started football younger 
like young young man i feel i feel like your opponents may when, when, when they had to face you on the field they were like damn this dude doesn't get tired <laughs> I don't yeah, know because no, I, because you said it, it helps you with that. I mean, yeah. you you remind me of a friend when when we used to play you know backyard football. He used to do that all the time, and it, it always made me mad that he just run a lot, not not rouse, not anything. We're just playing, right? And he was like, oh, "What are you doing? I'm trying to chase you." And he's like, "I'm tiring you. Is, isn't it working?" I'm like, "Damn, he's he's right. He's working. He's working out. He's tiring me <laughs> out." I feel I feel like in some level that happened with your opponents. Like this dude is tired me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean that that worked out at the end. No, I mean I mean you scored a lot of touchdowns because of that because of your endurance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I know when I was little, I definitely started off on defense, and mm -hmm. that really helped too. But uh, yeah, definitely because I ran the four hundred meters in track, and that's pretty much like all endurance. So. <laughs> Yeah, I really got tired when I was playing football. That is that is the longest that you've run on on track, or or what is the longest? Uh, the longest I actually ran it was it was a workout though, but it was like two miles. Whoa. That was just a little workout. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that was and, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel proud every time like I have I have a chance and run four laps in the park and and my my app call calls it, "Hey, you run two miles." I'm like, "Yeah." And now that I call, that I that you I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't feel how long are two miles until you run it. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Especially exactly. I remember when when me and my friends back in my hometown, we we were trying to start start working out. You know, we we were feeling like, hey, we're getting fat. We need to start working out, right? And instead of running like from point A to point B, from the house to the school, let's say, we went to a park that had a track uh, because that's where mm -hmm. they that's where they ran. And I remember telling them, let's try it. Let's just give like a two a few a few laps. And then I, it hit me like, no, our shoes are not made for running in this. We got tired after the two two laps. I I I just lasted one lap. My feet were burning. And then a friend that is also another friend that also runs track. He was like, it's because you have running shoes. And I'm like, what's the difference? But you don't have track shoes. I'm like, ah, all right, all right. I'm now it's supposed I'm supposed to have running shoes. All right, all right. Yeah. I had to live with the fact that I'm not I'm. I'm not prepared for running for running track. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, tell us what is your best memory of your college football days? Uh, um, it has to be my junior and senior year when I mm -hmm. went to North Carolina. I was up in uh, HBCU mm -hmm. and the homecomings, and that's went crazy. Like homecoming games, the homecoming week, like it's like a whole week of just straight, like parties or just stuff going on and big events all lead, all leads up to that saturday game so yeah homecoming has to be my best memory i love it it's kind of like it's kind of like a feeling when when you know that you're going to be great like you are it's like this is going to be a lifestyle you know after a, uh, a winning game or a winning season it's all a party because we're celebrating right <laughs> yeah yeah now um What else? What else? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We need we need to keep going. Uh, I I wanted to ask another one, but an another question about that. But I don't know. It just might. It, it went blank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens. Now, tell us what is the biggest lesson a coach has teached you? Teached you? Uh, 
how to face adversity, um, really. And one of my football coaches, or pretty much all of my football coaches, they all taught us, like from high school all the way up to college, you know, how to face adversity, and not just in sports, but in life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have problems, you're going to have certain things to do and that you can't really do it based off money or whatever the situation may be. And mm-hmm. it's just adversity. It comes in life, it comes in sports. You know, you just got to learn how to face it. And that's really what my, that's one of the main things my coaches taught me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's exactly what I try to always try to preach here in the podcast because, you know, I recently brought back the, the, like, it's like a series. No, it's kind of like another segment of the show that is called Motivation Mondays. And I try to preach that every day that no matter what the situation is, we always, there's always, at least a little bit, there's a, there's Mm -hmm. a positive side. And in every adversity, there's going to be, it's going to be a better, a better, a better outcome. It's going to be, it's going to be a good resolve, you know? And like my mom mm-hmm. says, and she's going to hit me for it because she says, I always talk about her in the, in the shows with you guys. Um, she, she, she always has this saying that everything in life has a solution except death. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, put your head to it and, and let's do it. Right. Mm-hmm. If we think about it, that is, that is super heavy, but it's so, so true. Like everything has a solution, but when you think about it, death is like the ultimate, like there's no solution for that yet. You know, science is getting really crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> now, in, who would you like to go against in the NFL? I mean, at the end of the day, um, I know there's challenges everywhere and you're just going to be, I'm up for it. Right. But who especially would you like to go against? Uh, it's actually funny because the last week I had this conversation with, with my teammates and uh, well, to answer your question, it'd be Jalen Ramsey. So, Jalen Ramsey, okay. Yeah, so we asked him. Um, I asked him, I was like, if we used to go 10, like one-on-ones, and we got 10 routes against Jalen Ramsey, how many would you catch? Some of them said like one, and I was like maybe three or four. But yeah, I'd probably go against uh, Jalen Ramsey because I know he's, right, he's, if not the best, then he's one of the best corners in the NFL right now. Yeah. Do, do, do you think he is part of the game, like the trash talk he always he always does? You said, do I like it? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like do you like the, uh, the competitive the competitive um, spirit? Yeah, I like it. It's just long. He don't go overboard with it, you know, to a point yeah. to where it's going to cause fights. So, yeah, he, I like it. It's just, you got to learn how to, you got to learn how to really do it. If that makes sense. You can't right. go overboard with it. Yeah. Are you are you like are you like that in, in a game like your competitive side just takes over you and you start talking trash? Uh, I'm never I'm never the first one to start it, but if someone starts talking trash to me, then I definitely start talking trash back. But I'm never <laughs> the one to start it though. <laughs> I mean, I I I remember when when again when all this backyard football that we I used to play with my friends, I was mm-hmm. the first one the the one that started the trash talk. But then, <laughs> you know, the karma is always the craziest thing. It's always like, boop, it, it flips. And then my friends were starting, starting tra- trash talking them. And I'm like, all right, you can, you can cut it out. And they're like, nah, nah, you started it. Huh? We're, we're just going to keep it doing it. Like, oh, my God. You know, that, that, that has to be like the worst feeling, right? Like when, when, when the trash talk just turns in, turn, turns in you and like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's like why I don't start it. <laughs> So there, there's one point in your life that you that you started the trash tag and you felt the way, the way that I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, 
Yeah, but how how did you feel that time? Like the the first time that you said, "I'm I'm not going to start it." Uh, I can't remember when the first one. That probably was back when I was um, first started football, mm. and then, like I said, I used to play defense. I used to play cornerback uh, mm. when I was a pop Warner, and I used to always talk trash because I was always kind of bigger than everybody else as a kid. So I used to always talk trash, and then that one time I scored on me, and then we lost the game. I was like, oh, yeah, "All right, let me stop." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reassess my, you know, <laughs> the way. <I> think. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I want to, I want to ask a question, and you know, if you don't want to, if you, if you want to answer it or not, then it's, it's really, it's really just up to you. And mm -hmm. because, because this is honoring, uh, this is Black History Month, you know, I, I want to take it a moment to honor honor this this tradition let's say it but this is a question and i talked a bit about, about it in the podcast about all this subject about racism right and uh -huh. the question is why do you think many people didn't understood taking a knee i understood i understood it 100 but there's many people out there that didn't so can you give us your point of view uh the only reason i can really think of why some people just don't understand it Is either because they listen to somebody else, like people in the media or whatever, whoever else, and they don't like it, so they're gonna follow them, or else they just really just don't know what's going on. So exactly. once you like, I can't, I don't understand how someone can know what's going on, know that he didn't mean disrespect, and still don't like it. Like, exactly. I don't know, but like I said, maybe they just oblivious to it, or or maybe they just don't have their own opinion and they listen to somebody else. Exactly. Or I feel like sometimes when people like, it's not that they didn't understand it or understood it. Sorry. They didn't understand it. They, they decided not to understand it. That is my yeah. point of view. I feel like people, like you said, they see the news, they see everything that is going on. They see everything bad that is happening and they decide just to look the other way and just follow, follow the herd and try to get around the problem. Yeah. yeah so with that it's like you we feel every single day because of the the person that started everything is is happening well uh, yeah he was the one that started the, the whole the whole movement right yes yes right so with now that we see everything that is going on we see and feel the, the the how unfair it is for him not to have a job because he's defending a great a good cause And I don't know, it just, it, it always gets me mad, not, not to be like, oh, I, I'm mad right now, but it gets me mad to see that he, he doesn't have a job because he's defending a good cause. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Like, it's, I'm pretty sure there's a team out there that can use him. He, he may not even really be a, a starting quarterback, but they can use him at least as a backup quarterback. Exactly. It's like, but there's somebody out there to beat him. It's, yeah, it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense because... There's there's teams that need a quarterback and they rather just look to some someone that is not quote unquote. I'm saying quote unquote because so according to them he is causing problems. They rather to look mm -hmm. someone that is not causing problems quote unquote to come work for them instead of going to a good quarterback that is uh, that has been training for the past four years to have a job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, if I recall, I remember at the. Um... The Denver Broncos, they had a game where they didn't play with no quarterback because all of them caught COVID. Exactly. And, I mean, I'm not sure, you know, how the cap room was looking like, but I'm like that. For example, like they could easily use them there. 
you know, there's teams out there that need them, but they just won't get them for whatever reason. That day, I, I assure you, they can they could just just write up real quick a one day contract to have a, mm -hmm. a to have a winning game. I don't know who knows. Maybe he would have won the game, but no, they decided yeah, to. Something. They decided to yeah. just uh, you know, let's use the wide receiver. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, make no sense. <laughs> I bet you Kaepernick wasn't wasn't was on his couch like, yo, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm here with, with the open arms. I'm here. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, nah. I do understand that you know, like, like once you do sign someone, you got to pay him. So you know, cap room and all that plays in a factor. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he he's not asking for that much money. So I'm pretty no. sure there's room. Yeah, there's there's room for him somewhere. He he just wants to play, man. I I feel like he's mm -hmm. going to he he will take the the minimum pay just to play. Yeah, and and I I truly truly support and shout out to Kaepernick for for all the sacrifice that has he has taken for for all this good cause right yes yeah, now let's it's not over yet but he's not we're getting there yeah it's it's a process and it, it takes patience and it's going to take a lot of people but mm -hmm. one people at a time you know yeah that is definitely eventually. And kindness, we need to we need to promote kindness. I've said it. I said it. I said it before. I said it before in the podcast that we are all one one human race. Why the hate? Yeah. If you think of it, and this is for all the people that maybe are listening and they have these thoughts of hate and these thoughts of of you know separation and stuff. Think about it. When you're with your family, when you're with your friends, there's kindness. There is goodness. Why not share it? Why always be hateful, right? Yeah, that don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let, let's get let's get going. Let's 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 change it to you know. Let, let's <laughs> let's not chase the rabbit hole because we're not we're never gonna get out of it. <laughs> Now, list. This is a this is a question. The, list these three in order of in order of importance and why film study strength and conditioning practice uh first i'm gonna have to go with strength and conditioning because you need to be in shape to do yeah. whatever you about to do you gotta be in shape so strength and conditioning and then i kind of want to say film study and then practice because you kind of have to study film to know what you're practicing for if that makes mm. sense can't just go out there and practice and then watch them like you kind of have to watch film a little bit and then prepare based off what that film shows so yeah. i'm about to go yeah train to conditioning film and then practice all right all right if i was on a on a on a football team hmm, mm -hmm. i would say yeah no for me i would say practice just to just to warm up and then go to strength and then film study <laughs> I don't know, because, you know. I, I like I said, this is from a fan point of view. That, that's why I, you you you're the experienced man here. So you you're telling us from your experience. Yeah, because usually I always have like waiting before practice. So yeah, so yeah. You, you you do film study even after the practice, or do you just yeah yeah definitely yeah, well, some, yeah sometimes we do it before practice and after practice and at home by ourselves. So yeah, film study is really important. I love it. I, lo I love the passion. Yeah. I love the commitment. 
because you know yeah this is your this is your lifestyle you know right mm-hmm. yeah somebody's getting paid for it now so yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it it's even better yeah <laughs> all right let me see here uh ah, i lost it now do you have an area in your life that you feel like you're never satisfied with like you always want to improve it uh yeah when it comes to sports and me getting better because i always look at it like i'm never the best one out there like there's always somebody out there better than me even like even if i do end up becoming the best receiver and if i one day i'm always going to feel like there's somebody better than me because it probably yeah. is i really don't know him yet so like i said i'm never going to be satisfied until i'm done like retired but i'm never going to be satisfied um with, with my level of skill yeah do, do do you feel like there's also like 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 this quote or this saying that it always says the biggest competition is in front of the mirror like you are your mm-hmm. biggest competition do you agree with that yeah for the most part yes why 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 for the most part like not not 100 because you know well the way i look at it too like i said there's always somebody like better than me too so i kind of use that as a motivation mm-hmm does that make sense so if i want to um i catch up with like deandre hawkins Devonte adams like sometimes i just sit down for days and i watch like their film and i use that as motivation so i want to oh, do what they're doing you know i look at them commercials all this other having fun doing whatever they do so i look at that you know like that's extra motivation that's where i want to be they're doing what i want to do all right all right would you would you say that you shape your game after them like Like you said, you watch them their their film. So would you say you mm-hmm. shape your your game, your routines, everything after them? Uh, yes, I I try to. Yes, <laughs> I mean I might, I might not be perfect at what they are, but yes. Yeah, I mean you're a big guy. You're you're how tall are you? How tall are you again? About six four. Damn, you're a big man. You're a big target. Yeah, I mean I would love like. I always do this in the, on the on the podcast, and I always try to like if someone on my favorite team, the Niners, are listening, please give my man a call. I just want to see him in the red and gold. <laughs> you know, he's a big target for Jimmy G. He could hit him wherever he wants. Like, woo, you know, big big <laughs> air balls. I don't know. I, I want to see. I want to see the 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 last name Howard on a four Niner uniform one day. <laughs> so if someone in the Niners, if someone in the Niners or the NFL is listening right now, please just. Hit my man up right now. <laughs> I always do this. I was, I was there. There's someone out there that is listening. So one day, you know. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Now I see in your in your uh, bio that you are going to start with the Orlando Predators. Are you excited about that? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I'm blessed. To even get signed to a team in such a pandemic, everything that's going on, I'm blessed. To, I'm blessed to continue on to play football at such a, at a higher level. Mm. So first off, thank God for that. And second of all, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to hurry up, go ahead and leave, get started, start practice, start my first game. You know, like I said, I'm getting paid for it now. So I've been doing this for free since I was a kid. So uh, yeah, finally, I'm ready. It's finally paid yeah. off. All the sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that big smile just makes me smile, man. Seeing you excited for seeing you excited for this, man. I, I wish I, I wish I would have played with since since I was a kid, but 
I did it. There, there wasn't the, the opportunity, but who knows, right? I just, I just love seeing you guys smile now, now that you're all signed and you're ready for your upcoming season. There's some, there's this amazing feeling, the passion just filling up. You guys are super great. Like I always love doing these episodes and showing the listeners how excited are you for your upcoming seasons. Yeah, I'm very excited. Is there, is that for you? Is like, uh, does it matter the number, or is there like a background story about the number that you're gonna wear? Um, no, uh, not really. No, it's not really a background story. I just kind of grabbed 88 because I, um, in high school, I was rocking um, 82 because that was the age my grandma had passed away my sophomore in high school and she died at the age of 82. So I kept on wearing that throughout high school. And then when I went to college, they didn't have it. So I just went with um, 88. Sorry, sorry, sorry to hear about your grandma, man. God, mm -hmm. God, God bless her. And uh, do you feel like uh, now 88 uh, has a has a meaning or or is it just the one that that you that you picked? Uh, in a way, it kind of has a meaning because you know that's kind of it. Kind of the number that really started it all. Mm. Like I said, my to me, my junior year of college is where I really started to grow up and develop better and better as a receiver that I am now today, and I'm still getting better. Because I started working out with the right people. I started learning the right stuff. You know, all that started in my, my junior year. Or really, by the end of my sophomore year, going into my junior year of college. Mm -hmm. So that's when, kind of when everything really started to, you know, seem easier for me. Like, stuff that used to be, I didn't understand. Stuff that used to be hard now is kind of easier for me. Because mm -hmm. I, I used to say I worked out with the right people. I did the right stuff and everything I needed to do to get to the point I am now. We'll get to the point where I am now. one of the interview with Davion Howard. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys liked it. Tune in next week, next Friday for another plan, Doubleheader Friday, where, where I'm going to drop part two and the continuation of this interview. So stay tuned for that. So as I said in the previews, you can send me a voice message through the link that I'm going to leave in the description of the show. If you guys want to send a birthday wish to someone, you, you guys want to say hi to someone, or you guys just have something cool to say about the show, you can you can do it there. And you got in your comment or your voice message can be featured 
in one of the episodes and also speaking of being featured in the show if you have a business or a company and you want advertising you can send me a direct message on my social media and we can work something out for putting an ad here in the show and so the people and the world can know about you so just hit me up on the on the on a direct message and i'll see you there and also remember that there is merch for the podcast. There's shirts, hats, and stickers. The shirts are 18 bucks, hats are 15, and stickers are five. And all this plus shipping also. For that, you 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 can send me a message on a direct message on all my social media, which which all of those are linked also in the description of the show. So that is it for this Friday. Well, not not it. Remember that after this episode, tune in to the next one where I bring you Justin Wilson. He is an amazing player, a very aggressive defensive player. And that conversation was also, as this one, really, really great. So I'll see you guys there. So let's cue the real, the real outros for now. Even though those outros say that's it for this week, this week's episode. But not quite so listen to the very next episode and i'll see you guys there see you guys later and that was it for this week's episode thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show and are enjoying the episodes the number one thing you can do for me is subscribe rate and review this show and don't forget to share it with your friends I'm your host JP and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.